Welcome to the Burnout Recovery Podcast, a guiding resource dedicated to healthcare professionals on their journey to overcoming burnout. Spearheaded by Dr. Joe Braid, a certified professional coach and rehabilitation physician. This podcast offers practical strategies through expert interviews and personal resilience stories, providing invaluable tools for navigating professional challenges while prioritizing well-being. Regardless of your role in healthcare, this podcast acknowledges the toll of your work on your overall health and is committed to supporting your recovery from burnout and fostering a fulfilling, sustainable career. So, if you're ready to begin a transformative journey, join us for each new episode. Together, we'll navigate challenges, celebrate successes, and build a supportive community of healthcare professionals. Hi there, and welcome back to the Burnout Recovery Podcast. So here we are in early July, and Wimbledon is well and truly underway. Also, the ashes are being played, um, and my kids are loving that. They're learning a lot about the variety of accents in Yorkshire, particularly as the ashes are being played in Headingley at the moment. Today on the podcast, I am going to go for a bit of a sport analogy with what we cover in professional coaching and see that the mindset around showing up on the tennis court can be a mindset that can support you in your personal life and your professional life as well. So you might know I love tennis and it's been a relatively short-lived love of tennis since I think around the end of 2020 or maybe early 2021. A bunch of us from school started having a Friday lunchtime lesson with the wonderful Darren Gersbach uh, here in Orange, and we just have had so much fun. We've kept going through the winter months, through the very hot summer months. Um, I also have a shared coaching lesson on a Wednesday morning, and just in the last few months, I've started stepping up my game and playing social comp on a Wednesday evening. So putting all of that coaching and practice into actually playing three sets in two hours. So here's some of the different areas that I consider when I'm going in to have a game of tennis or get ready for a coaching session on the court. And I'm drawing some analogies and some metaphors for how you might be able to relate to that in life. Let's start with preparation. So what happens before you leave to play tennis? Well, you get prepared. Make sure there's enough time so you're going to be arriving on time or slightly early. Check you've got everything you need. I usually bring water, cap, sunnies, racket, and balls if necessary. I would say this is one of the most foundational parts of the game, getting ready, on time, feeling purposeful and committed. You're walking out onto the court. And what does the game start with? So here we are in the comp scenario. It starts with love. It's love, love, or zero, zero, holding space, welcoming whatever comes, turning up to play in a judgment-free zone, and that sense of being wholehearted. Okay, what about that yellow thing? So the ball, a small yellow thing that is part of getting your points. It's crucial. My coach says to focus on the lines of the ball. And when he taught me that one session, I found that so useful for not overthinking how I was dropping my racket head and my follow through and all of that. I just focused on the lines of the ball and uh, there was a real change in how my game was going then. 
So here we are really talking about focus. And when I coach clients, I invite them to come with something in mind that they want to get coached on. What are you getting granular about in this session? What do you want to focus on today? We're moving on to serving. So personally, this is my biggest challenge in the game. I have definitely put way fewer hours into practicing my serve than to practice returning shots at the net, at the baseline, uh, et cetera, et cetera, doing running drills and that. I don't have a particularly strong serve currently. It is fairly reliable, but I'm definitely not sending aces down the court. Sometimes, though, this does come to my advantage when the opponent is waiting for their ball on the baseline and I drop it over the net, which leads me to the next point, which is the net. So in coaching, I talk about obstacles. I invite my clients to think about obstacles that might get in the way of them achieving their goals that they want to achieve or getting to the next stage that they want to get to. Or if you're going to go in with a change in your mindset in how you approach something, what are some obstacles that might come up in that area? So let's Let's think about how we can reverse engineer where we are trying to get to. So that means you know the outcome or the results that you want to have. Let's look at listing all of those steps that you need to take to get to that obstacle. Second service. Okay, so what do you think when you're now serving on your second service? Your first serve has not gone in. It's either too long, too short, hit the net, something else has happened, and you've got one serve left. Maybe the pressure's on, or maybe you are calm and prepared, and you have a second serve that is really reliable and you can use when this scenario shows up. Here are some thoughts that could support you in that second service point that you can use in real life as well. I can do this. I've done this before. I've got a reliable serve. I can trust myself. I can back myself in this scenario. I can get the ball in. Some feelings you might be feeling here include feeling calm, confident, you're concentrating well, and you feel clear headed. So I really like this sort of role-playing scenario. So that is where in a coaching session, um, I am practicing my serve. My coach says, oh, the lottery is $10 million this week. It's second service. If you hit it in, Joe, you've got the $10 million. Righto. You should see the pressure that I put on put myself under when he starts putting those lines in. But I think that is the edge of the role-playing of we might be at advantage or we might be 40-30 uh, on the game and it's second service, can I pull this off? So what's that value of role-playing in a coaching scenario? I invite my clients to practice in the safety of the coaching space so that they can refine and practice their skills to take into the real world. Every shot is really as important as the last. There's not one that's more important than another. It's time to refocus, concentrate, and play. And I really think that's what we can see on the faces of the tennis greats. I'm thinking Federer, I'm thinking Djokovic, I'm thinking Ash Barty, to name a few. Their unwavering concentration on the game. 
And finally, what is your playing style like? So is it offensive? Is it defensive? Or is it both? Here, I really like to vary it up, not always hitting full force winners, but sending a few cross-court shots by the net, or I love to try out a lob towards the baseline. Again, inviting you to have a variety of ways to approach a problem and find a solution rather than bringing an all or nothing or black and white thinking approach to addressing something that you want to work through. If your first approach doesn't work, then what else might work? I invite you to bring reflection to your game and life as a great tool. I only play doubles tennis. I really love the partnerships that we have in doubles tennis. I don't particularly have a set player that I or set partner that I have. There's a whole lot of fun with doubles tennis. We rotate around and swap who we play with. It's definitely all about celebrating the wins and not worrying about the losses. I have the most fun with the social tennis that I play. The skills I have to refine in this are performing under pressure, watching others, seeing what they're doing, and always I am looking to improve my game. So that is all that I've got for you today on my podcast and really great to have you back this week. I'll be back another week with a great podcast episode for you. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Burnout Recovery Podcast. If there's someone in your world who would also benefit from this, please share it with them. Remember, you are not alone and there is hope for a brighter, more fulfilling future. Let's continue this journey together one episode at a time. For more resources, including how to move from dread to delight, head to drjoebraid.com.